It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. She loves her. I've got your dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got him. <laughs> okay. All right, welcome back to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We're talking about the, um, the weight challenge. So yeah. in case you missed it, last week, both Woo. Bull and G. Bush said, you know what? Carrying a little extra weight, would like to lose some weight. So they extra weight. talked amongst themselves, <laughs> yeah. and they decided, and this is very risky, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd be willing to put myself out there Publicly. so much. But they both said, let's do this where we weigh yeah. in every Tuesday, and we sort of go through the paces with how much we lose. So, Mikey, you want to start with G. Bo- G. Bush's weight? We're going to start in? with last week's okay. measurables. All right, so here they are. So, Bull tipped in at 315. Mm. Um, his height is somewhat shorter than, uh, than yeah, G. Bush. Just, just go. Uh, and, and I love the reach, shorter. Uh-huh. And, and G. Bush's reach is longer. Now, to be fair, uh, 346 on a 6'4 frame like yourself, you play defensive line. I yeah. mean, you're a big cat. Proportional. Yeah, it's proportional. It is. So that's where we started. 346, 315. And mm. I thought your guys' goals were a bit ambitious. I, I hope and pray that you get there. Yeah. But each of you guys want to lose like 90 pounds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard for big. us to sit here and watch if that doesn't happen. You're making you're like it's risky for us. Because <laughs> yeah, we got to watch like if you guys gain five ounces some week, we got to be like, hey, man. You can right. do it. Stay with okay. me. Next there. week will be better. Whoa. Could get emotional in here. Yeah. Next time, I think Mike could eat a full side of beef and not gain an ounce. That's yeah. Like, but I have colitis, have so I'd, immedi- I'd, go, I'd immediately go into the bathroom and then deal with it. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, yeah, it's not fun. It's like a, it's like Crohn's ugly sister. So. Yeah, I've heard it's awful. It's not a blast, but so, it does keep me in that swimsuit shape. <laughs> He's always rocking the summer body. Yep. Okay, so we're, do we have G. Bush's way in from today? Okay, this is G. Bush oh, on the treadmill. So I was actually in the gym yesterday when he made this. There it this is. Video. It's nice and that 24 Hour Fitness didn't mind that he did this. <laughs> No, it's right here. I know. I know. This, is in our, this is in our palatial studio. Oh, and he is really calling out Adam. Yeah. I'm telling him that he might as well fast and pray. Like, this is yeah. exactly what I said. No yeah, food he was, for you. So you yes. were feeling yourself. I was, was in the gym, and, and when, I, when I heard you talking to yourself, I looked over <laughs> and I saw you were recording yourself, and I'm like, damn, he's, he's catching. He's talking. Serious. A lot of talking. He's, he's writing a big check right now. <laughs> well, see, you know, that's that motivation. Uh-huh. I, need, I needed to send that out to my man. I'm going to tell you what. The only th- it's like singing competitions. You can't control how well somebody else sings. Right. Like, if they, if they say that's true. you can't just dig deep and just kill it. Nah. <laughs> no, you can't. So I was looking last week, and I will give foreshadowing to this. I gave foreshadowing. I looked over at Adam the Bull. I said, man, there's a blue. He got that blue. He never had his plaid on. 
He had his blue shirt on. I yeah. said, man. He tapped me. I said, yo, Jay, man. That's <laughs> he, looking, he, he loose under that shirt a little bit. <laughs> I don't he like did. that. Yeah, I don't that's like right. that. He did. He nervous. Yeah. And, and he was like, he's like, there's that that shirt is fitting too loosely. Wait, I don't like mm-hmm. that right now. And you know what he did after the show? <laughs> he went right back, he went back right over the, next door and, the <laughs> and killed the cardio. <laughs> wow. So, uh, roll G. Bush's weigh-in from today. We'll see in a sec, but check this out first. This is from today. Yeah. G. Bush weighing in, and Brianna edited this, so we're going to see what comes next. But G. Bush checks in. This is live reading of a video on air. This is now, great YouTube. He was 346. Yeah, yeah. He weighed in today at 341? 340. 340. 340. Okay, so unfortunately, you can't hear what's going on <laughs> right. here. So. They seem Bull. very joyous, though. So, so <laughs> he was very joyous. G. Bush tipped in at 340. So a net loss of six pounds. So I take six point six and a half. Six and a half. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. It, it is good, but if you double six and a half, you get thirteen. Man, and that's what Bull lost. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations 13. to Bull. Hey, 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 I'm not a cheater. I'm not a cheater. I'm gonna pull up. I can, I'm, I'm, my mic is out of here. All right, let me take this off. You're good. You got some room. You got some Here's what we're gonna do. Okay. Man, shout out. Shout out to oh, my man. Wow. I get the belt. And hey, it'll, 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 it'll fit. Now. now it'll fit. There it is. <laughs> Very good. Adam the Bull, bro. I'll tell you I what. I feel like I need to get in the ring, hit somebody over the head with this. Hey, you, uh-huh. hey, you, <laughs> you did yeah. your thing on that, man. 13 That's insane. Pounds. That's, like, that's like two toddlers. 13. <laughs> two small children. You know? you know what's funny, Mike? Before he got on, uh. he, he was talking about weight loss and how he's done all this before. Yeah. And he's gone through diets. And he goes, yeah, one time I lost 10 pounds in a week. Wow. Yeah. And I was thinking, wow, that's, you know, if you think uh-huh. about it, if you start thinking about 10 pounds in a week. Right. And he, then he stands up on the scale and, and 13. 13. That's the he second just, biggest way. So I once lost 18 it? in a week. So what'd you do? My heaviest. In my a heaviest. Week. How heaviest. did you do it? What were you changing? That's it like was, Korean War prison camp numbers. <laughs> as far as well, weight loss goes. Listen, I, obviously I have my, I've had my terrible ups and downs with the weight. I, I keep hoping this is. Like, I always think of the show Quantum Leap with Scott Sure, Patrick. we all do. Well, I, great. Well, uh-huh. it, right? I know. Yeah, I was just watching job. reruns of that Sam. on Sci-Fi. Oh, it's good stuff. But, uh, um, we all do. I, I, they have to mute out some words because they're inappropriate it's words It's gotten now. a lot more inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But, uh, you know, so I, I keep hoping this is the leap home, the leap back yeah. to uh, being thin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but you look I, in the mirror. And yeah, right. Look, at me. I'm a skinny guy. This is for the Quantum Leap. Yes, fans right. If you don't know, Qua- they're actually so. doing a remake of it. It's coming on in the fall. I heard it'll, it'll, it'll suck. It'll, it'll be terrible. But what I did this week, Jay, to answer your question is, I'm doing the intermittent fasting, which I've done in the past. In the past, I've eaten between 12 and 7. Now I'm eating between like 1.30 and 7. Because, because of the show. You're because of the weight. show. I'm not eating before the show. Yeah. I'm not eating during the is show. Is it hard? Uh, it, it it hasn't been this week, for, you know, and uh, I think it's for me. It's almost like the breaking of the seal. Like once I eat, then I'm hungry the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah. But um, what are you eating when you do eat? So when I'm eating, I'm eating chicken, turkey, pork, fish, all healthy. No red meats. Uh, I may have a, a small steak for my birthday, which is coming up. You yeah. deserve it. But uh, I don't know. I've Treat had enough yourself. steaks. Yeah. Just- um, but I've been eating, and, and the only carbs I'm eating is I have a only one serving of carbs a day, either a baked potato. Some days, none at all. But either a baked potato, brown rice, quinoa, barley, or bulgur, if anybody okay. knows what that is. I don't know, I don't know what, that, what is. that is. It, mm-hmm. it's it another vulgar. grain, a healthy grain. Is quinoa like couscous? Just like gross, kind of gross rice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, are you, like no sweets? No, no sweets, no fried foods. No sodas? No, no pops, creamy no. things. No, I only drink in water. That's it. Hmm. And my snacks are fruit. 
Well, you're doing great, we're nuts. man. I, we're, we're thrilled for Thank you. you. Please yeah, keep I it up so it's not awkward next week. Yes. <laughs> we don't want to come in here. Or do it on Wednesday when I'm not here. I feel oh, very no. motivated. I did three workouts with my trainer. I got to get the walking going more. Um, I get inspiration from Rocky on my yeah, shirt here. A little, you're wearing the shirt. Well. There you go. And uh, so thank you guys. I now, what, now I, I know that I've, I've seen you sweating in the gym, so I know you're doing things on the cardio side. Have has it been tough on the eating side? No. See, here's what it is. See, I'm a, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I got the Harlem Heat voice going. Booker T and Stevie Ray know, in my yeah. ears right now. By the way, I'm coming back to get the belt next week. Mm. You jumped off to a nice little lead, yeah, sucker. That's a good impression. You good said impression. the bar. You're going to be like George the Animal Steel. Do you remember him? He used to mm-hmm. eat the turnbuckle. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. So, oh, so here's the thing. For me, I told you before, you get tempted. Weights. Do not touch no weights. See, now, I did a little couple weights last but week. I did cardio, three times. Cardio. I can't see. I bulk up too much. No mm-hmm. weights, no lifting, none of that. I'm cardio king now. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. now, now I got your sweat, sweatpants on. I got mm-hmm. my joints ready to go. Nice. Here's the thing. I've now moved back my last meal from nine Ooh. o'clock to seven. It just happened yes. just now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I saw it happen. It, it, I saw just, it, happen. it just yeah. now happened. Look, now, here's the great thing about being uh, the great thing about this is I'm actually happy for him, right? You know, because at the end of the day, the goal is to, for us to both beat our goal. That's the, right. Yes. Competition doesn't Get there happen. together. And we're going for lunch, I think, tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, so, so here's what we're going to do. Last, the, last week, we went to Slimings, and we were saying, yo, this is what we eat. This is how we usually eat bad. We're going to look back at that when we get small and be like, remember, we was doing this. That's right. So now what we're going to do is we're going to give you all some videos. We're going to go to, I think we're going to go to Blue Point Grill. And we're going to we're going to show you guys what we eating now yeah. much healthier good and give you guys something out there to do. And by the way, don't just watch us. You could be part of the weight loss challenge too. You can send your tapes and, and what yes. you're doing, you work, whether it's working, whether it's cardio, whether you, you, you preparing a, a meal with less fat and stuff. It's hard G. It's yes. hard. It's hard to lose weight. And you know, it's ultimately an excuse, you know, None of us want to be fat. I'm sure those of you who are fat at home don't want to be fat. It sucks being <laughs> so fat. Harsh. I feel my jiggly neck. I, it's gross. I don't want to be fat. Nobody wants to. But sometimes, you know, the obsession over food, the food uh, binging, which it's I know hard, you have a problem man. with, I have it, it outweighs good. the want. But I, but I want it. I hope, hope this is the time for both of us. Get a partner. So we're gonna push it. Let's go. Get a partner. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Accountability to your try partner. you, Mikey. Go ahead. Bull, that's upside down. I'm very down. proud of you too. <laughs> The chat is very proud of you, too. And we got yeah. Jay on, so we're going to run through good bet, bad bet real quick. Okay. We're going to get to Jay. Let's do it. So let's pull up the standings. You guys stink. And by you guys, oh, yeah. I mean everyone but G. Bush. Yeah, G. Bush is true. running away with this G. competition. Long with time Look at ago. these records. I'm wow. losing money now. <laughs> Mike wow. Polk is still Mike technically in the lead. Mike. I know, right? It's weird. He's a tactical <laughs> genius. <laughs> Man, so let's get to today's bets. Let's All right. Go. We start with the Guardians. They're underdogs in Houston getting a run and a half. It's Plesak versus Valdez. G all by himself yeah. again. Yep. You're not holding that Astros offense down two Not two days in a row. Days in a row. Yeah, man, I, felt, I felt good about it. We on the streak a little bit. And Plesak ain't McKenzie I hope you're right. right. I'd love no, to be wrong on that was. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm going to ask Mikey to get Mike's picks from now on. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna get him ahead. <laughs> As it, we, we, here's what you're going to find. As we do this long enough, we're all going to be right around 50%. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're there's a reason these out. My Vegas is still in home. business. Yeah, that's you know? right. All right. All right second bet. bet. Over six and a half Ks tonight for Police Act. No yeah. disagreement here. Houston does not strike out. They put nope. the ball in play. Even against McKenzie last night, who's a strikeout guy. Mm-hmm. They just don't swing yep. and miss. I don't think Police Act makes it through five. 
which I means hope, I hope yeah. you're wrong on that because if he doesn't so make it to five, it's going to be a long one. All right, last one. We have finally some disagreement. Golden State plus one at Dallas. Going for the sweep. Gee, you and I together on that one. Yes. Hard, hard to go for now. Yeah. It's hard to sweep. I agree. It is, but I think the Mavericks, the it's way they done. lost game two, they that just crushed them. That was it. Game, Boy, they, they, game they two was like, done. All Golden State's got to win. All they do is have to win. It's not even, they don't have to cover. I read, I read something this morning that said if you're ever looking, it's, it's, they said eventually a team has to come back from 3-0. Yeah. And the author's premise was this is the time. He made the case that the Mavs are going to win the next really? four. And I'm like, why would, I, that I'm seems not, excessive. Why would yeah, you that hang does your, seem your hat on this? this exactly. Well, well kudos I think based him. on what they did to yeah. Phoenix and how they can be Jekyll and Hyde. Dallas we'll also sure. forget when he's wrong. When he's wrong, we'll be like, yeah, we told you. Exactly. But if he is for Make some reason, bomb, no prediction. Risk. if yeah, he's right. right, he just made his career. Yes. That's the thing. That's wrong, the nice thing cares. about making those specific kind of. Oh, yeah. There were guys last July that were saying the Bengals were going to win the Super Bowl. Now, they've probably said that before, mm-hmm. but this time they were right. Right. Was it Joe Burrow's parents? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, where are we going? We got Jay Stevens on the line. Hey. Jay Stevens. Hey. Buckeyes. Yes, bring him in. Nice. Bring him in. Jay, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, man, he hates us. You said we had him, Mike. He's coming. No, Steve was pulling in a video. We're all good. Thanks. All right. Jay's here with that was us. so embarrassing. There hey. he is. <laughs> man, what's, what's up? Hey, tomorrow we have... Um, we have Buckeye uh, head coach, and I, I can't believe How did we do If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This. Do we know how this happened? How did we get Ryan Day? We used Cameo. We brought no. We're just paying $50 <laughs> to have him show Ryan up. Day's coming on the show tomorrow, Jay. I mean, you've got to be impressed with that, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's New like, show. You got birthday, the head ball Jay. coach on there. It's a uh, great thing for you guys. <laughs> Is that you... why you have a beard? Because you want to look like more like Ryan Day? Did you copy He's doing beard? this because of me. I had nice. four That's what I said. Uh, I told you he's guys doing he's doing it because of, of him. Yep. Jay, your beard's on point. It I mean, is. That's, it's, it's solid. Just it connects well, and everything. It's well, the angles are there. It's just full. Mm-hmm. That's, it's very nice. What's the one question you want us to ask Ryan Day tomorrow? Oh, one question? Yeah, what's the um, one thing we need to the, ask him? How he did during paintball over the weekend. I saw the team went and played paintball. I want to know about his paintball skills uh, more than the football team right now. <laughs> All right. It's on I the list. The players were targeting him, like getting their frustration if they don't have enough playing time <laughs> and trying to crush him with the paintball. I'm sure they were doing something, man. I mean, it's, it's the coach. I mean, sometimes you have to do things for playing time. You've got to try to go after the coach to get more playing time. I'm curious how he did. I'm curious how the teams did. Um, but that's, I mean, it's, it's May. I mean, we could talk NIL and all the other stuff. I want to do the fun stuff right now this time of year. Yeah, I'm with you. Tell me why I'm wrong. The Buckeyes will win the national championship this year. Why? why how you? would you? Yeah, tell me why I'm wrong if, if, if you think I'm wrong. I don't think you're wrong, actually. You, you um, think they're going to do it? Yeah, I think Ryan Day has been building this team up for this year, for this moment. I believe the offense has improved in numerous ways. I believe the defense will be a whole lot stronger, even to some of their weakest areas that people think that they probably will. So I do agree with you. Um, I've been a pusher of that 
for quite a long time. You can talk about Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, whatever you want. I do believe that Ohio State, their path this year, their 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 schedule sets them up to have tougher tests during the season. Then you have the Big Ten Championship. Then another playoff berth, I do believe the Buckeyes will win the Natty in January. So is Ryan Day, if they don't win, is he on the hot seat? Because I know it sounds crazy because he's won a million games. But if, if at Ohio State, it's all about winning the national championship. Oh, hell, he just got a big extension, though. Yeah, no, but they were willing to no. pay that. And, Go ahead. And, Jay, and Jay's correct. He just got he just got an yeah. extension, extended it two more years, get nine and a half million dollars. I mean, he got the bag. But no, I don't think he's on the hot seat. I mean, let's go back to let's go back twenty, not say twenty years ago, ten years ago, um, fifteen years ago. Jim Trestle, he had years where he did not win the national championship, and I don't think he was on the hot seat. I don't think if you had the tattoo gate. Jim Trestle would have been gone. I mean, he had the thing rolling True. in Columbus when he was there. Urban Meyer, when he was not there in the national championship, I don't think he was on the hot seat. Now, health things happen with Urban Meyer. I don't think Ryan Day is on the hot seat at all. Um, I think people will not be happy in Columbus. I know right. I will have my own things to say. If and those Ohio guys State did win championships. Flops. Those guys both won championships. Day hasn't. They didn't, correct, but they didn't win every yeah. year. True. Jim Trestle did go. He, I think he went to 3-1-1. Urban Meyer went to one and one one while in Columbus, but I do think Ryan Day is moving up and up and up the ladder. I saw rankings recently where Ryan Day was the sixth best coach in college football via one publication. Okay, great. If you're the, if you're the number six best coach, if you're the sixth best coach in college football, why in the world um, would he be on the hot seat if he doesn't win the Natty? Now, granted, if he does go. Let's say he has a Nebraska year, which I don't see that, see that happening. But they go three and nine in the regular season, and they just have a really, really bad season. That might be hot seat worthy. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening at all. Yeah, if he goes sideways like that, Columbus would lose its mind, especially <laughs> that, that especially happen. with this team because yeah, he's right. got so much talent. So Jay, I, I love the, the offense. I don't see how anybody stops us for any length of time. I think they're going to score a minimum of thirty points against. Any team on their schedule. I just think they're that good. But convince me that the defense can keep up with the offense or even play well enough that you can win a national championship that way. One of the areas of concern for me last year was the defensive line. Now, people talk about how still Chambers did good on defense and Denzel Burke was a bright spot on the defensive back. I think the defensive line held that defense back in a big way last year. Um, there was rotation things that were going on, and you thought you were going to get players that were going to play better and step up in ways that, and they did not. The offense, you say 30. I think they could score 40, 42 against everybody. <laughs> Simply because, well, there's two things. You have a duo of running backs. Could be a trio, trio of running backs, as I've heard lately, where they might be trying to work in three running backs, not two. But your running back duo of Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams, and then you have a traditional and a real offensive line, none of this four-tackle stuff we saw last year, a real offensive line this year with two guards and two tackles. I believe the running game will be back up to where it needs to be, averaging 250 on the ground, averaging 250 in the air. So I think I can up you there to go maybe 40, 42 points per game should be the average for the Buckeyes. But then we think about the defense. This defensive line this year is going to be better, a whole lot better. And that's where things start with the defense. As good as the linebacker play was from Stowe Chambers, it can get even better with a good defensive line and freeing him up more freely to run, fill holes, fill gaps, and quickly tackle the guy with the ball. So I do believe the defense can get better, and we're going to see week number one. Season opener, game day is going to be there. It's in prime time mm. on ABC. We're going to see that defense be the defense that's going to put the entire country on notice and say, 
We saw what we did last year. We saw what happened last year in the Rose Bowl, but that was last year. This is a new year, new coaching staff, and I do believe this defense will be one of the better defenses in the country. You know, Jay, let me ask you this. You know, you talk, we talk about the defense, right? You, you start off with Notre Dame, right? Um, but for me, it, it hasn't just been a defense last year. It's been a defense the last four years. Uh, I don't think the defense plays aggressive enough. I know they like to, you know, get pressure before. And I watched them play Oregon, and I just sat there, watched them bring four and get torched. And I'm like, what? What are we doing? Ohio State recruits year in year out some of the best guys in the, in the, in, the, in the country. I think a little bit of, of them getting a little complacent is they've been able to get pressure with the Boses, Chase Young. They've had some 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 top notch edge rushers. They got to help those edge rushers out a little bit by bringing some people. I understand you want to play at four yards and play zone and do some things like that, but. I think up front, unless they they maximize and do something on defense, they're going to have trouble with the teams that are going to run the football. Uh, if you get to play Alabama, they're going to run the football. You play Michigan, and Michigan ran the heck out of the football last Killed year. Killed them with it. What are they going to do with, with that mix, and are they going to play more aggressive this year on the defensive end of the football? G. Bush, it's like you and I have been talking for days and for years about things going on with the Ohio State Buckeye defense because I'm right there with you. But you mentioned Chase Young, the Bosa's. Sam Hubbard wasn't bad either. I mean, he's doing this thing no, in the National no, Football no. League. So you, we get caught up with the names. Chase Young, the Bosa's, top overall draft picks in the National Football League. That's great. But Ohio State has always had another guy there that has been someone that has been a really solid piece on the other side of the defensive line to be a starter and that can be a good piece in the National Football League. Also, something else that we talked about, um, well, me and another guy that comes on Locked on Buckeyes um, every every now and then, linebacker play at Ohio State really hasn't been, there's been no. a drop-off. No, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's recruiting. I don't know exactly where, I don't know if it's mentality of, the, of these athletes. I have no idea. But the linebacker mentality in the play, talk about aggressiveness, talk about a lack of aggressiveness there. That's where there has been a big lacking there. And so I do think we're going to get a better defensive line, but I do ultimately think the mentality and the aggressiveness and the physicality at linebacker will be a whole lot better. Jim knows is not a guy coming in that's just going to come in and say, well, you guys are going to be um, just the same old linebackers you have been. It's going to be the same old defense. No, there were drastic changes that need to be made and Jim Knowles realized, I'm going to do this to make sure that not only do I secure my job, because he wants a payday as well, he's going to make sure that this team and this defense is the best that it can be. Aggressiveness on the defensive line is huge, but it's also, they also, they also need better play at linebacker as well. Where's the Chris Spielmans and the, Anto the Andy Katzenmoyers? Katzenmoyers, It, it almost feels like, Jay, that they've become infatuated. So if you look at their recruit, their scholarship currency, you know they're going to go after the quarterback. You know they're going to go after a running back and a lot of wide receivers. They always have strong defensive linemen. And they always have corners that are NFL caliber. But it's almost like they've just completely ignored that part of the defense. And I don't know, for my money, I think that's, one of, that's the heart and soul of the defense for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, think about it. Think about going into last season. You had a running back go to defense and become one of the better linebackers yes. oh, on yeah. the team. That was embarrassing. Think about this offseason, <laughs> you have a running back at Arizona State transferring to Ohio State to play linebacker. Now, I don't think Chip Trainum is going to get on the field and be a starter this year, but 
but I think that tells you a lot about the caliber of play at Ohio State at that position in the Rose Bowl. You have a guy that played tight end the entire year, go over the linebacker out of necessity and be one of the better defensive players in that game. Stunning. You're correct. And I do think, though, this linebacker group, it's all about a mentality. It's all a lot of it's up here. Now, you talk about going after the quarterback, after going the, re, the receivers, and those things are great. Those things are going to get the clicks and things like that. But I do believe, though, Jim Knowles, Ryan Day, that realized you have to bolster up things at linebacker. Two guys, two youngsters that Buckeye fans have been loving and talking about on Twitter. And if I talk about them on Locked on Buckeyes, they love it there as well. C.J. Hicks and then also Sonny Styles. Those two young men, now, I don't think they're going to get much playing time this year. But those two young men over the next two to three years, I do believe they'll be fan favorites and they'll be people that Buckeye fans can see a trend being started of elite and really good linebacker play in Columbus once again. Very good, Jay. By the way, I think the linebacker thing, I, I agree with what all you guys are saying about it. I do think that's a bigger issue in football in general. The position has yes. been devalued. And I think the best athletes are not going into the linebacker position anymore because Kind of like at running back, we're seeing a lot more guys go to wide receiver. It, you know, at younger years, I think the same things happening with linebacker. They're going, they're becoming safeties. Yeah, but other teams have quality linebackers. Yeah, but it's yeah, just, they do. I, I yeah, don't they think do. ours stack up. I, I agree, but I'm saying in general, we're not seeing as many great linebackers come out of college year after year in recent years. DeQuell Jackson mentioned that last week when we had him on too. The position's been deep, especially the middle linebackers. Kind of, they used to be such a premier position. It used to be the and way. now it's not. It used to be the way you built your defense. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I know that Ray Lewis's aren't falling out of trees. Man, yeah. And I get that. But if you find a guy that's a tremendous athlete, you're going to find some of them that want to say, I want to be Ray Lewis. I don't care to be a tight end or a fullback or a whatever. I, yeah. I want to be that disruptive force on the defense. Because, by the way, you can write your payday for, for you, a long and, time in the NFL. And you can wreck a game plan like that. Yes, a, you can. a guy at middle mm -hmm. linebacker will destroy you. You can't block him. He's running over your tackles. He's running through guards. He's too fast. Ohio State's got a lot of play hard linebackers these days. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing when you say they're play hard linebackers. Okay, uh, Jay, hey, listen, uh, thanks for coming on with us. Um, thanks, make sure you watch us tomorrow. Hopefully we break some news with Ryan Day. Um, he's going to be on with us. What time is he on tomorrow? He's at 12, Eric Metcalf at 1230. Okay, very good. So that's a nice second hour to, on tomorrow's show. Okay. Um, so tomorrow we got Metcalf and Ryan Day. and um, We'll let you know about that paintball thing, too. We'll get to the bottom of that. Yep, we will. We fared. Yeah, I appreciate it. I <laughs> we'll appreciate dig it. Into it. Jay, thanks a lot. Um, keep up the great work. Again, uh, Jay does a terrific job covering the Buckeyes. Locked on podcast. It's all Ohio State. He's got the inside slant on so many of the big stories that come out of there. You do a great job, Jay. Thanks for spending time with us. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it as well. And I think his beard is better than Ryan's got one of the best beards mm. in coaching history. Yeah. But See, Jay's yeah. is on point, too. That's solid. It really God is. That's like a Just for Men commercial beard. <laughs> it is. If he gave me that beard, I'm taking over the world. At least God. Oh, like, yeah. You'd be the mayor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know. You've got a little patchiness coming yeah, in here, bro. I know. It's, it's a little it's sloppy there. This is. This Thank, is Jay, thanks. we'll keep complimenting your beard, beard off air. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'll, right. I'll keep watching as well. Yeah. Thank right, you. I don't know. This is so random, but I think. I think the greatest beard I've ever seen in my entire life is Jerome Bettis. Yeah. I used to get distracted when I was doing <laughs> segments with him. He would be done answering the questions, and I would just be like, 
It looks like he just uses shoe polish. Is that velvet? It just like you know goes what? like it's, that. It's the, the angles are so sharp. Yeah, it's very distinct. Like I don't know if he's had laser surgery no, to remove that, all of the hair. That I don't see, understand what people are doing are now. With filling the, it in with the the little patch here, well, or just well, like hair. Let, just let, let, me, let me say Why all about that? black hair care. That see, he got yeah. that Beijing. What's that that? that? that Beijing. Can we say that? Yes, it's not a slur. <laughs> okay. It's not it's, it's, it's actual product, right? Okay, good. Yeah. Like it, Beijing. It, it, it makes you give them credit. You ever see some brothers, Jalen, Jalen Rose. Jalen's got the straight, straight, straight. It's like a geometry project. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it is. I, listen, you get it, you line yourself up, and then they get you, they hit you with the spray. Okay. So they black spray it in, so it's it's more yeah, it's I know still, and then they get them. Crisp. LeBron, like or I LeBron tried, tried that. that for a huh? hot, LeBron tried that for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, like yeah, in the mid Giuliani tried that once. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he did. Yep. <laughs> to, a, to an epic fail. That was real bad. Hey man, how now, far? Now wait a minute. Why, what keeps it from running though? Oh no no no! Don't get it twisted. Like you you don't be moving around. They'll put, they'll get, they'll put you. It's some setting stuff. It's you like put a in. waterproof but you mascara. Know, I gotta tell you, I used to study it with with Jerome. And, and I was fascinated right, by rather it. than listening true. to his and, answers and, and, you know, to I things. I ask him like, about it. I'm so like, do that. bro, that's like Raising. you either have the best DNA in the history of mankind. Yeah. yeah. Or he says, no, I just get it fresh cut right before I That's come it. in. That's it. He's got a pro person taking care of him and making yeah, it yeah. like, you know. See, see, but it's like protractor. It's I mean, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like if, if, say for instance, right, if you go to the barber, right, if you go to the barber every three days. Mm-hmm. That's you, how you stay fresh. You, that's like how that. you say it look like you don't yeah. ever. Now, I'm not going nowhere for three days. As you can see, I got to get my joints lined up right now. But if you do it every three days, like them brothers doing it, and you get your Beijing, and you get your, it's crisp. Now, here's the thing. Is there ever a chance you would do that live on the show? I would like to see it I, done. I'll get my hair cut live on the show. I, see, see, if we, we could get, make that happen, G. It's yeah, like an art. I mean, you are the barber. Yeah, you get it. Listen, it, a, a black man with a fresh fade, put it in the comment section. Hey, black man with a fresh fade, you ain't that. You gain three points. You get three extra credit. Three no picks. kidding. You get three, just like a, it's just, that. Yeah, just like a tan white guy. Exactly. That's oh, worth I see. One point. Yep. Okay. On on the spectrum. See, we're learning things here. <laughs> Man, that's worth one. Listen, then all of a sudden you get it together, you'd be like, "Man, that, that guy's yep. all right out there." Yep. You, you know the problem with doing it once though is then you got to kind of keep it you up, got, maintain got it. No, it's yeah. a nice surprise though if you show up and you are not gross like once in a while. That's yeah. what I like to do is like go <laughs> like just like dress like this forever, and then one day I'm just gonna wear a suit in here, and you guys are gonna be like, "Who the hell is that?" Yeah. Sometimes you break out the tux for that's once in a while. You know, so be good. Mike, you've got a nice fade. Thanks. I do this myself. No, you don't. I do. I use uh, wall clippers. They're uh, sponsored oh, yeah. by who's the handyman? Not Tim Taylor, but the other guy from Home Improvement, like the, the Al. bearded oh, guy. Yeah. Yeah. They're sponsored by Al. He's on the package. I just go to town on myself now. And, and you again. just drip right, right nice. on the side. And it's faded up good. You do yeah, the top by yourself too? Yeah, it's, I don't have a lot of hair, so it's really not hard. I pretty much just like give myself a cop haircut and call I, it a day. I it's go every, a cop haircut. Yeah, that's well done, it. I don't have anything hey, special in my hair, but I go every few weeks. See, look at that. That's beautiful. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We got to get to break. Okay. Break when we come back, uh, though, it's Mike Polk taking us down memory lane. Memory lane, and take you looking forward to this. No one knows what's coming, but Mike Polk. I have no idea. No clue. And then a top five list, and then final take. So we got one more. That makes it coming. That makes a great show when only Mike knows. We'll see. Oh, he only knows. All right, great. Well, find out with us together when the ultimate Cleveland sports show comes right back. <laughs> I see what I'm Other than that, he was fine. Yeah. Other than that, he's fine.
All right, we're back on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. It's time for Mike Polk to take us down memory lane. That's what are right. we doing here? I hope all of you guys, by the way, this isn't just for me. I want you guys to take this segment and run with it, too. Maybe you have had some fond Cleveland sports memories. Oh, I've had a few. Or from your childhood, whatnot, you know, uh -huh. and I know that I've had some. I thought today I would reflect, reflect upon some of my favorite players of all time on the Cleveland Browns. So first, let's take a look at our slate. This is my segment called Fond Cleveland Sports Memories. It almost fits. I made that myself. <laughs> Imagine what it says underneath there. Is that there. from Lakewood Park? It is. I don't know. Yeah, that is. That's, that's, that's my favorite Cleveland That's sign. actually uh, Edgewater, I believe. Yes, that's Edgewater. Edgewater. Yes. I okay. love that view. So these are my fond Cleveland sports memories. Now, many people might be saying, all right, you can come back to me now. Many people might be saying, Mike, what's your, <laughs> what's your favorite? Who's your favorite player of all time? When I was a kid, of course, I'm not, I don't even use this one. Bernie Kosar, let's take a look at this one. He is, I'm not going to use Bernie. That's me and my dad and Bernie Kosar when we, when I was, when we were is kids. Is he at your crib? That's, yeah, that's really him. Now, the I, red curtains make yeah, it yeah. feel that way. <laughs> so that was, I'm not claiming Bernie is my favorite player because if you grew up uh, around the Cleveland area during uh, my time, then that was just like your default yeah. favorite player. It's, it's not even fun to pick Bernie as your favorite player. By uh, the way, your dad kind of looks like he could be one of the guys from that SNL segment, Duh, Bears. He does. Right? He also looks like he could have been one of Bernie's <laughs> offensive linemen in True. 1988. <laughs> Um, so my favorite player at the time was not, it would have been too easy. My favorite player was in fact, Ernest Biner. Let's take a look at Ernest Biner here. There he is. Yeah. That was my favorite player by That's far. Like right before the fumble. Growing up. Yes. Uh, I could have picked a better picture now that you mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he probably doesn't want to see that one. This might be the fumble. Um, that was my favorite player. He has, I will say, since been usurped. And uh, my favorite player is now, let's take a look. Joe Thomas. You got to love Joe Thomas. Oh, I know that he's on the show sometimes. It sounds like a kiss-ass thing, but it's not. He's real. He's legit. Nobody speaks more to the struggle of the Browns and the resilience of the Browns fan base than that guy who stuck around here and never wore anything but a Cleveland Browns uniform. Yeah. The fact that he is 48, oh wait, yeah, 48 and 128 in Ooh. his career. Oh. It's kind of rough having a favorite Brown that has that record. I don't know. But he gets us. But he gets us. No and doubt. I love Joe Thomas. And so that's my favorite player. Right. I did dabble briefly in between Ernest Biner and Joe Thomas with a favorite player. Let's take a look at the next one. It was Scott Player. <laughs> Scott Player was a punter for the Browns in 2007. He was the last person to wear the mono bar helmet. He was grandfathered into it. They had already outlawed it, except for people who had who were right. already wearing it at the well, time. Well, he looks Bro. like a grandfather. Grandfather was the proper <laughs> term. Yeah. Sweet handlebar mustache. He literally looks like the guy that won the contest. We're going to have, for today's game only, we're yeah. going to pick a holder yes. from the audience. Yes. yes. Come on down. You he was won a, the competition. Scott Player was a pro bowler one year, and he uh, he ruled, so he just looked awesome. And his name said Player on the back like they ran out of jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, just wear this. I loved it. No, they should have just gone Playa. Yes, that would have been better. That would have been epic. He's the only guy to get him up to helmet hit. You got to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, you do. You the helmet up to helmet and killed that boy. I love that he stuck with that, though. Um, so, that player. Was, he was briefly my favorite player, but as I said, Growing up, Ernest yeah. Biner, favorite player, myself and my Aunt Karen, who was also a big Browns fan, she got me this jersey, I believe we have it, when I was a kid. That's my, <laughs> that's me getting a, for Christmas. Is that Bernie in the overalls there? No, that's my Uncle Dan. He just looks, all my family members look like Bernie. Wow. Okay, kind of looks like Bernie. But that's my dad with a Budweiser behind him, obviously. <laughs> that's uh, Dan Fike in the background. Yep, it is. <laughs> so I got the wood paneling? But imagine, I love the wood paneling. Imagine my, that's my grandma's basement. Imagine my excitement getting that, that jersey oh, of my Club favorite nine. player when you're a kid. It's heaven on earth. 
Now, we used to go to uh, training camp. My parents would take us to, my dad would take us to training camp, which is what a thrill for my sisters when they were like 10 years old <laughs> watching men push sleds in when the hot When it's 100 sun. degrees out. Can you imagine? They were just like, can we please leave? And he's like, no, my dad's drinking a beer. Like, can we at least have some popcorn or cotton candy? He's like, no, it's expensive. So we just sat there watching men exercise. <laughs> what Sweating, a thrill for children. Losing weight. Uh, we're like, can we go play in the grass? They're like, no, watch these grown men play in the grass. <laughs> but that was back when you could... You could, that was back when you could like go up to them and just get autographs like crazy because yeah. there was not the protection that there is now. They got sure. like, you know, but back then they just like had to go to their car and you, you could like trap them and stuff. <laughs> so here's me trying to get Ernest Biner's autograph uh, with my jersey. All I wanted him to do was sign my jersey. And he, he went with he went to cuter kids, ignored my jersey. He's not even acknowledging not you. Even that's you on the left, right? I know, that's me on the left. He, he even has a Rockin' the Griffey has, style hat. He, uh, He's putting a block up on me right block. there. Do you see that? Okay, so he turned me down. Now, little did he know that later on in life, I... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day would actually get the opportunity to interview him because oh. he had a book come out a couple of years ago uh, that is called Everybody Fumbles, um, which is the title that it should be, I suppose. Yeah. And it's about him overcoming his adversity and, and carrying on. Hell of a story. Life. So what he didn't know is that I would, you know, I haven't seen him clearly since he turned me down that time. And so this <laughs> is me showing him the picture of him turning me down. <laughs> For the autograph at the Happy Dog in Cleveland. That's me saying, hey, this is me as a child, and you proving to him that he turned me down. And luckily, I still had the jersey from when I was a kid. Take the next one. I made him sign it. Let's take a look at this one. There it is. What a so guy. Like 15 years, 20 years later, uh, he's, I don't know, probably more than that. More he's than that. signing my signing my uh, my jersey finally. And so I did get uh, I did get that uh, signed, which is a great memory. You look like a kid in a candy store. No, he was dead serious too. It was. He was like he was all about it. He did. did, He he felt bad. Remorseful. He did. He he didn't. I I think he did feel a little bit bad, especially because he's on stage and I'm doing that. You know. But he was fine. He was very good. A lot of good fun at the uh, at the Happy Dog. And he. uh, This is me though. Last picture. This is me getting a picture of him oh, holding my baby no. and me pretending to be nervous because <laughs> of the fumble. Did he so find he that did, funny? He did not know what was going on at the time, and then I explained it to him. Oh. But this was my picture. I'm like, and I just go, this is all I want from you, Ernest. I just want a picture of you hold, pretending to hold a baby and me looking nervous. <laughs> and he's just like, I'll do it. I'll do it because he screwed me over on the autograph. <laughs> And that is my one of my favorite Cleveland Browns sports memories. I don't know you can do any better than that right there. It was amazing. I, I really don't. It was a very good sport. They hung out at the Happy Dog for a long time afterwards. He and his wife, who I think her name is Ernesta or something. It's like his name, but with an A. Really? Oh, it's wow. very strange. Okay. And they closed that place down. They like they wow. had a hotel downtown and they got they got nasty with it. They were fun. Did he have did, was there any sense of humor to him about the fumble? Like, I mean, all these years later, can he chuckle or is he still pretty uptight about no, it? No, he you know what it is? Think about this. He's been hearing about it everywhere he goes every day of his life 
for since that happened pretty much he's Which had I so hate. much time to get over it that he is like he's just on autopilot now he's like you just got to take it one day at a time you just got to try and keep getting better and move past adversity it's like something that you can hear his psychiatrist put into his brain to like to repeat to himself as a mantra right so that he doesn't feel bad all the time but it's working and he worked through it in that book and obviously anybody who knows anything about football knows that that's not the entirety of his career that he had a no. great career that he actually had a great game Mike that game, was only there to tie that he the won game. A, they weren't winning or anything they had to go it would have put them in, I think it was 38-33 regardless it was yeah, one instance based Mikey, on his career but. can we try to book Ernest Biner I, I bet he would come on done all right, yeah. let's get yeah, him on. Be great. It has to be a Tuesday or a Thursday when Mike's here. Yeah, we gotta we gotta reconnect. By the way, can we show that picture again of Mike being dismissed for the autograph? Because it just my he childhood gave the, picture. He gave me the Heisman, bro. He did I mean, too. He, he blocked me up like really nobody's bad. business. I know. Yeah. This is complete. Give us one sec. We'll get. Yeah, yeah they're gonna work out. Completely out of left there. field, but I feel like the kid on the opposite side of you. Mm -hmm. Looks like the kid from the movie Bad Santa. Oh, okay. Well, I don't even I mean, that's remember really that movie. random. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it was a bad. You're movie. right. It might have been. Um, we got a picture of him blowing up like in the, the distance. Kid. Yeah, the blonde oh, kid. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm stretching could, a little. That's I'm all stretching. right. Maybe something about his face reminded me of the kid. Have that, you guys all seen Bad Santa? Yeah, it wasn't a good movie. Uh, Did you it was like great. it? Oh, yeah, I thought it was terrible. I'm one of them people that don't remember like movies. Like Susan Sarandon was in that. She played the one like. Did you like Bad Santa? I did. I enjoyed Bad Santa. Yeah. I mean, for what then it was. Then they made a sequel and it was horrible. Yes. Maybe yeah, that's I what I remember. Bad Santa too. Maybe that's what I remember. Yeah. One of them was right. all time bad. That, uh, on, yeah, on, the, on that picture, yeah. did that impact you as a child at all? In a negative way, like no, not geez, that was just. Kidding. I gotta tell you, uh, I'm not. We're not gonna get into psychologically about our childhoods or anything like that. But Ernest Biner denying me an autograph was the least of my issues as a child. <laughs> like so, was, you know what I want? So I love when you bring these special little things yeah. to the show. Can you next, uh, maybe Thursday? Mike did a piece. It was hilarious, where he. Re we recreated yes with Bernie Kosar mm -hmm. that picture that you saw in front oh, of those really horrific cool. red you know how people do that reenactments that was your idea actually. yeah it so was my idea and so my dad he's still around uh, no his no. dad so okay. we had pops Mike and Bernie and <laughs> Mike, I don't know why I assumed my no, dad was dead. I know that was horrible know. he's Listen, out of here yeah I know I know Mike you know how all dads yeah. are dead <laughs> yeah that's right I love Mike no he's interminable no he's a great guy he got cancer and even cancer was like I'm out of here so he's now. He's, and he's still like he a giant. Cancer's ass. That's funny. Yeah. So uh, does he still have a mustache? No, I wish. Mm. Nah, he, he yeah. ditched that, huh? Yeah. I know. Well, so we'll, we'll we got to pull that piece. Yeah, we'll use it. I think our, I it's think like our, three minutes long. It'll be fun. Our viewers People will like enjoy it. it. Burn will get a it's kick really out of it. Funny. And Jay plays Burn, a role, too. I do have <laughs> – let me say, this is – and Cameo, I see your Rocky t-shirt. In yeah. one of the Rocky movies, yeah. I, the Bernie, I had a role. Show the Bernie I actually was in, I think, Rocky Five. I think. What? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a cameo. This that's called up randomly. In, the business, in Rocky it's called a cameo. Which one? Yeah, the one where the worst he came one. back. The he was watching first take, and right. Skip was saying, "He can't fight again. Right. He's a it bum." Was the, it was the. Uh, it was no. I think it was Rocky Balboa. It was Balboa. That Rocky was Balboa. Yeah. So oh, okay. it was the simulated like, game that you were referencing. That now was, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So there's like three scenes yeah, that yeah, he shot. Yeah. It was a. It was a total hoot to do it. I still get these random checks. Um, like royalties checks every time it's on TV, it's unbelievable. Here's complaint. No, listen, they're like seven dollars and forty-five cents, bro. Yeah, I'd, I'd but, like seven. But when it first came out, they were in the thousands. I'm like, wow. wow. <laughs> this is what I want to point this out. This Bernie thing here. We did this reenactment. You see that shoulder in the side? That shoulder is my cameo me, in that piece. We have Jay play the role of the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what made me think of my cameo. I'll I had a real cameo in Rocky. I've always my wanted cameo to know. in that. 
Yeah. Is that a Jerry curl? Bernie that was, was legit. That, that was, was that real. legit. Was oh. that just hang time? Because he had the same haircut as Ruster Slaughter. But yeah, he did. But Webster's was a great flow. Yeah, yeah. That, I thought that I, I was like that that classifies as a Jerry curl. But I think he I think he had somebody do that. He yeah. must have gotten treatment. For that yeah, or that's a Jerry like that, curl. Right? His, yeah. I, I, his hair now is nowhere near that. It doesn't yeah. look anything like that. No. It's straight and short. That's well, what Jerry curls do. It's been 30 years. Yeah, back in the day. Transform your whole life. His would look like a full on perm. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he would take his helmet off sometimes, it would just keep going yeah. up. It know, was. It was did you get to meet Stallone, by the way, when you did that? Uh... So, I didn't get to meet him during the during the actual um, filming of the show. Yeah. But the producers came, and we were kind of curious, like, how did this happen? Yeah. And the producers told us, now I don't know if this is true or not, but the producers like, he really likes the show. He likes Skip. He likes yeah. Woody. And he likes the banter that you guys have back and forth. It's cool. And so, we really were the impetus to his comeback. Because we were doing a mythical topic on the debate show right, where right. I asked the question, could Rocky actually fight today? And Skip, you know, as he does, yeah. just crapped all over that idea. <laughs> and and the, the one thing that I laughed about, we were always on from 10 till noon, yeah. and it replayed from noon to 2. Right. But the way Rocky sees it, he owns a restaurant in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Sure, I remember yeah, that. And right. it's in the evening, and we're on. Right, right. So I'm like, yeah, okay, so that, that's we were true. never on in the well, evening. Well, first his son, you see his son, who's played by, uh, what's that actor's name? He's on This Is Us, the main guy. Milo Ventimiglia, whatever. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I know anyway, who you're talking about. Who's played his son the whole time. Right, right, right. From right. a little kid up. Huh. So he's there in a sports bar also at yes. night. Yes, and they say same and thing. Then, right, and right. so Rocky's right. like, huh. And he's like 50. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe I could. Yeah, right. And then, you know, he goes into the meat cooler in the restaurant and he starts pounding the side of beef. And the next thing you know, the the theme is playing That's and right. he's back in the ring. Let's I'm going to be freaked out. Like, I didn't know you when I watched that movie, you see, know, so now I'm going to watch it. Rewatch it. And I'm going to hear your voice. Yeah, I just watched it recently. I, I love everything Rock. We got to yeah. do I like the Creed movies. I love them all. Yeah. Random checks that Jay keep getting. Yeah. <laughs> dump for just dumb right, things, too, by the way. Right, yeah. Right. Just but checks just show up. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. By the way, if I you, get I, mad for Crystal I, Pepsi I, in the 90s. By the way, if you're, if you're a big Stallone <laughs> fan, he's got a new TV show coming out. Does he? This fall, it's called like Kansas City or something. He plays like a, a mobster. Why wow. can't people he's played just, everything else, so why, why can't not? people settle down? Why can't people be rich and just settle down and relax? I want to see Stallone as a so monster. I want to see it too, but can you imagine still wanting at this age and how much money he has and how much success yeah. he's had, just being like, thinking about getting into television. <laughs> why? I know, because he's Go not relax. But you yeah, know what? When you look you. at him, it's kind of sad. Because it is. He's gone. So his much, face so has gone much. under the knife but so yes. many times. It's bad. It I actually watched resemble the, the, the most guy. recent Rambo or whatever. movie. What? Oh, yeah. no. The, the, I didn't even know it had come out like mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Where he's like has these underground tunnels in his farm. And yes. It was yeah, so crazy. terrible, but I watched it anyway. Guys, yeah. here's the the, the, <laughs> so the, the, the the law of this show is we have one sponsor so far, yeah, although yeah. I, I'm, I'm told we've got them lining up now, so oh, that's yeah. going to change soon. At, why wouldn't they be lining up with quality entertainment? What is, this, like this? is that like a lace? But that's Roundstone. That's, yeah. That is our, our sponsor right now. Oh, good. And so, Mikey, do? we have five. to do the sponsored content. We do, and you guys just missed do a it. moment of panic back here. Anthony's the guy who changes that. And he's not here today. We Whoa. got Brianna sitting in here, so I had to make a panic call to Anthony. Shout out Anthony for knowing <laughs> ah, how to change it yeah. from home. And we got Roundstone up. So in case you guys don't know, the Ultimate Five is sponsored by Roundstone Insurance. Roundstone Insurance. offers a better alternative yeah. for affordable, quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money, an average of 20%. <laughs> yeah, 20%. Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love. 
and save money too. So shout out Anthony for saving Peace. us. Yeah. And, let's do an and we love our sponsor. Guys. We love yeah, our sponsor. Absolutely. Hey, you got you get the chant. You didn't get a chant going, bull. You, you, Roundstone. 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 What other sponsor gets a chant? No. Absolutely. No. When you only have one, you treat them like I'm you only have one. We got more coming this week. So I know we might do. Be the last day they are a lone sponsor. Well, we love hey, that. For the people out there that are worried it's going to change the show, it no. ain't changing a darn thing. No. We're going to do our thing. We're going to do our thing. So what's our top five today? Yeah. Before I forget, real, one more quick thing. I think, you know how we're, the, what's the thing called where you can sponsor college athletes now? Uh, like, NIL. NIL. I think we should sponsor a Cleveland State badminton player or something That's like that. That's a great like, idea. Or have That's them dope. be a representative of the show. Give them like $200. They have to do ads for us and stuff That's like that. That's a great idea. <laughs> like get somebody, NIL get somebody from like the fencing team. Okay, well, first of all, or can you imagine like when we place the call? Yeah. To, oh, yeah. To, to one of the fans. Hi, we're the ultimate like, Cleveland sports Hi, show. Hi, we're the ultimate Cleveland sports uh-huh. show. We'd like to sponsor you. We'd yep. like to pay you. Yeah. yeah. They'll hang up. Oh, yeah, but it'll be, somebody will eventually be like, all right. Uh, yeah, Mikey, we, we have to put that on our TV list. That? Executive producer Steve is on it. All, all right, right, cool. Don't That's worry. great. Fantastic. Like that. Good idea. Uh, and, and you know what? You have a knack of producing these sure. things to make it look like a 70s documentary. I don't know what skill set that is, but it's, uh, the not, music it's not, and the it's shooting. Not update, it's not updating my creativity. <laughs> yeah. Can you do that with this? Sure, yeah, we'll get it together. <laughs> Hi, my name is Tim uh-huh. Smith. I'm a fencer. I'm not sure how I got State. this, but I'm, the, I'm now the, spo- I'm now I love the sponsored athlete of Ultimate Cleveland Sport. And this, it's a great yeah, idea. It's a, oh, that's a hoot. It's, what do we got? Top five. So I had an entire plan today to make this a super detailed top five, but we had some chaos with no internet earlier today and stuff. So I heard. Kind of what are No excuses. excuses. You sound like Baker Mayfield. Good Come Lord. On, let's get the list. <laughs> this is the five best time zones to watch sports in. What? Oh, man. There's only five. What? Hawaii time. Have you ever been in Hawaii and tried to watch sports? Yes, I have. It's terrible. <laughs> the games are done by 1 o'clock. It's lunchtime only, and you cannot plan any night around a sporting event. It does not exist. That is the worst. Well, the only good thing is, like, Monday night football is, like, 3 in the afternoon. Wait a second. Like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Wait a second. Hold on. Are they seven hours behind? Yeah. I thought they were five. This list is the best time zones. Well, there's only. the worst. We only have four. There's five. It doesn't say best time zones in the United States. By the way, by the way, I want to say this. Shout out to the Hawaii's Browns backers. Yeah. Tomorrow, I will be wearing a Browns backer Hawaii shirt tomorrow. Wow. No Shout out to them. them and my people did you get an there. NIL deal? And yeah. I love- <laughs> You're trying to get an invite to Hawaii. I was Sorry. watching Monday Night Pro Football Bowl. in the pool on my honeymoon. Yeah. I mean, that's was, pretty that's Is pretty there cool. a more entitled complaint than complaining that uh, f- that sports are hard to watch in Hawaii? Yeah, that's We're like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know right. what time it is. <laughs> All right, what's, I think they're going to probably get better as we move east, but what's number well, four on your yeah, list? Yeah, number, number four is the eastern time zone. Games oh. start way too late here. After living in Texas for three years, these 9 o'clock, 9.30 tips, the national championship tip at 9.43 Eastern time on a Monday. That's atrocious. Yeah, I've always Mike, hated that. You're, you're 28 years old and you grew up in New Jersey. I mean, I, <laughs> what, there's like, not much of an adjustment here. Yeah, it's not like you're you know what busy it is? and so, have a wife and kid. Well, but to your point, when my son lived in San Diego, he yeah. used to say the same thing. He's like, what is, what is going on with – you guys in the East Coast in these late starts, but he grew up watching it that way yeah. his whole life. But after he moved to California, he's like, "This is unbelievable." But why would you that put Hawaii last and then say the East Coast is it's not because a perfect system? Because the games are on at lunchtime in Hawaii. I'd rather plan my night around it than have to watch it while I'm trying to work. I mean, and also, boy, I got to wake up at six o'clock to get all your graphics in, so I can't stay up till <laughs> one in the morning to watch the games like you. You just walk in here and talk. I got to produce everything beforehand. He never stops. He works 28 hours every day. He, he can do go. 29. Work, right start working Suck 29. It Suck it up. Stay up later. Mikey, what, what's number three? <laughs> number three, Pacific time zone. Mm. I think one and two are the real debate here. Pacific time zone, good 
not great. Yeah, I'm not nuts about like getting up at nine. Yeah, to, and then you're watching NFL games until. I guess it would be four. I have a personal trauma with this because I worked out of Los Angeles for a long time and had to watch games out there starting at 10 o'clock. Watch Browns games with, at Browns backers Hard bars to tailgate. during the worst of the Browns. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. talking, I'm out there during yeah. the Deshaun Kaiser days and stuff like that. Ooh. You know what I mean? And you're there with a bunch of other miserable people from like Euclid because nobody just becomes a Browns fan. They're all from <laughs> Cleveland. Nobody's just like, <laughs> sure. hey, I think I'll pick up the Browns. Let me sign up for this. Well, so older people are because they were on TV in the 60s. Sure. Yeah, but, but younger yeah. folks. And they're yeah. not at the bar called the chimney sweep with me at 10 a.m. <laughs> Those people are at their places. And so then, so we watch terrible football super early and then you watch that you watch your team lose and then you you're drunk you leave the place at like 12 30 p.m yeah. on a sunday you're yeah. hammered it's bright out and you're like what am i supposed to do with the next my rest of my day yeah. i'm already drunk i can't just go to bed it's too early so shot. what am i supposed to do you know what i mean so it was yeah. just terrible and you're sad and mad and stuff it was i hated I, i'd rather have it i don't want to watch them that early yeah i think it's All way right. too early too that's why it's three yeah. yeah all right what's next number two mountain time Mm. Mountains the world. Who even knows? What is, who like, spends any time in the mountain? What are there like two states no. on mountain time? It's, no, it's the whole, you know, kind of Midwest. Idaho, Montana. Is it Colorado? Montana, it's all these useless states. Like in the. Yeah. They don't even watch sports out there. No. Except for Colorado. It's this like, isn't a question of how many people watch sports <laughs> in each time zone. I'd just rather be able to watch a football game that starts yeah. a Sunday night that starts at 6.20 and is done by 10 o'clock. I, I still vote for Hawaii. And done at midnight. By the way, in Arizona, they don't change the clocks. No. That was a caveat. Yeah. I almost no. put Arizona as that fifth time zone. Yeah. Because they mountain time is just weird, world. though. It's always a mess when you find out something's starting at mountain time. You're like, I got to do math. I don't now. think anything starts at mountain time. No. Like, yeah. Nothing's you know, programmed for mountain time. It's no. all Eastern and uh -huh. Pacific. But they're yeah, like, you're right. This, this yeah. is where it's going to be, mountain time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, you know, soon none of us are going to sh uh, put the clocks back. We're going to stay on daylight savings or uh, standard time. time. All right. Well, yeah. well, well, we're not, in standard time now, right? We are. And yeah. Congress has been – What? when do you have universal support for Nothing. anything? Nothing. That they're in universally, they're supporting this how, idea. How, out of all the bills in the world, yeah, Congress, you just let's get on this daylight savings yep, thing. Let's cut make that sure, out. We yeah. may make sure this is together. Because that's what's holding this country back. <laughs> yeah, clowns. All right, and your number one <laughs> is number one essential time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm biased. I lived in Texas for three and a half years, but this was the prime time to watch sports. Games ended early enough that it wasn't super late. They started at a reasonable time, and college football at noon is perfect. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah, but there's 11 a.m. Yeah, games because there's noon games. Yeah, games. there's some. Well, it, it depends. A&M always kicked off at noon Central Time. But you know what? Usually it's the cheesy ESPN 7 game like Northwestern and Nebraska. <laughs> right. They like, yeah, You're like, yeah. watching that? Nobody's watching that. <laughs> the primetime games Minnesota. are 7 instead of 8.30, though. So it just it, it gives you that extra buffer hour to have a game, finish, and then go get drunk after. I, it gives you I feel very buffer. blah about that list. <laughs> I, I, think I that told you, it wasn't my best. I admit it from the get I think it was the lamest top five list. You did fine, Mikey. Yeah, Nice that you tried, uh, yeah. but the the, the <laughs> but one other suck. the one other thing that sucks. Can we all agree the, the London game uh, sucks, especially you yeah. wake up in LA and the London game's going on at like four four a.m. two days ago. Yeah. yeah, you you wake first of all you forget that it's today. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then you look at your phone to set your fantasy lineup and you're like, oh my god, my fantasy yes. tight end right. is in the third quarter. And it's yeah, I like it done. because I like another window of football. I can't get enough NFL. See, I'm done with that. Yeah, really because and I did. It. I, they have hijacked my Sundays. It starts at noon because you got to watch the pregame show. It mm -hmm. starts at noon, 
and it ends at midnight. Guys, that's 12 hours of a day. You better get ready. Like, We're going to start the fantasy football week. Here. That sounds like, sound like going to church. You yeah. hijacked the whole day. By the way, mm-hmm. when I was at, I was at a hotel in Chicago the Sunday of Game 5 of the World Series. I was going to the game at Wrigley Field. Between the obviously the Indians and the I Cubs. was there. Let's not talk about it. She, she and, just said hi. And the Bengals were playing in England oh. that morning, so I watched it in the hotel room that morning. They started and like, it always was the Bengals versus Jacksonville back. In I think the day. it was a really good like game. That. I think it was, if I remember, it was the Bengals Eagles that year, and I think it was like 37-34. It was a really Doesn't good game. Doesn't Jacksonville play in London Every like year. seven times? They should yeah. be there. It's like the Siberia of. And the NFL, they're like, if you're we, terrible, they send we you need out a there. Yep. We need a game. We need a game. You're going London, out to London. Make Jacksonville make that. Your it's next like two weeks are screwed make up. Make play right field in Little Italy. Yeah. Much. And it's always a Jacksonville home game because uh-huh. what's the difference? Yeah, no right. one goes yep. to the games in Jacksonville anyhow. Final Big news. Yes. We just got our second official sponsor. Starts tomorrow. You got to love yeah. it. Yeah. They, want, they want G. Bush, by the way. It's going to be their sponsoring what the internet says. Oh, good. So, oh, look at that. What's the there company? PCC Airfoils. I love airfoils. We're going to learn all about them. Those are my favorite foils, those ones, those airfoils. I've always said, if you're going to go airfoil, you go go PCG. PCC, yeah. PCC, got one. Number one in airfoils. Yep. We're going to find out all about them. Mm. We got one more break. Thank you for your service. And then we're going to do final takes. Okay, one more break and then final takes. And then um, we'll kiss this Tuesday show goodbye and we'll get ready for a big Ryan Day show tomorrow. Coming right back after this. All right, there it is. We're in officially into overtime, by the way. It's 1 o'clock. Um, final take time. Bo, you lost 13 pounds. I yeah. think you should go first. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we are in the golden age of television, and I love it. How could you not love it? We are so – I think about the TV shows that I watched as a kid. <laughs> when I, I didn't have cable till I was, I don't know, 20, 22, maybe 25. I don't remember. I, we had like five channels. Sometimes you – You'd go to the ultra-high frequency Channel 49 and watch wrestling from from Mexico or something. Channel 43 here. Right, whatever, 43 here. Uh, Television, when we were kids, like, I think about some of the shows I watched, and now those are all awful. It was awful. Um, Now, TV is so great. It's like, even shows I never heard of, I just started watching this show called The Wilds on Amazon. Has anybody watched that? Mm-hmm. Has anybody watched Yellow Jackets on Showtime? Yeah, I like that. No. Okay, Yellow Jackets. see it? Yellow yeah. Jackets was great, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, okay? I enjoyed it. The Wilds is like, Yellow Jackets is a bunch of girls, high school girls, <laughs> get stranded in the mountains. Mm-hmm. They were, uh, uh, you know, whatever. This Somewhere is, in Canada, leads to cannibalism. Yeah, Real hot, exactly. hot show. It is. Very <laughs> sexy. Yeah. This is a bunch of women getting stranded on a desert island. Wow, seems like you have a theme. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, it does. Uh, it's, it's a very different show beyond that initial right. premises. Uh, premise or premises? premise? That's fine. Premise, I think. Anyway, I, I think we, you know, sometimes we get so like, oh, there's nothing to watch. Or if, if you have nothing to watch, it's on you. And all the good shows are on HBO, Showtime, Netflix, Amazon. They're not, a, they're not you know, the, the, the traditional shows on the networks a lot in a lot of cases. Now I'm like, should I be saying this? Is this a great idea? <laughs> <laughs> You're all right. Go ahead. We're streaming, bro. Are, are, are not great, right? Like, uh, it's coming to an end for This Is Us. It's the last network TV show that I watch, right? Tonight is the final episode of This Is Us. And I am, str- I am like, literally hate the show now. It's terrible. <laughs> but I feel like I've watched it for six years. I got to go to the finish line. Yeah. But I am never going to watch, no offense, to a network TV show again. There's nothing else good on network TV in terms of that type of programming. Everything everything on the premium channels is great. Not everything. But there is so much great content out there. 
That's it's it. almost exhausting. It really is. It really it's is. I don't know how you guys keep up. But You're this like, is us. Is the end of an era. It's like the, the network it, TV. It's for like me. how much you know you you do. It's overwhelming. How much time? I am have I a wasting? spreadsheet. Do you really? I'm gonna show you this. I, you know, I, I I'm, uh, not, I'm not crazy. I'm not lying. I yeah. probably watch. Wow. Four hours of TV a week that aren't sports. Okay. How I got do you. you guys find the time to Look watch at my, these Here's shows. my spreadsheet. He really does have Look a at spreadsheet. This. This guy, this I got, guy, I got when shows are coming back on. Got the time I got new shows. How many hours a week of Cobra TV do you watch, Bull? Uh, too many. Yeah. About. Right now, I'm watching less. Are we Be- talking 10, 20? Uh, besides sports? Yes. It, yes. In the, not right now. Since we started the show, less. Yeah. And especially because I'm doing this and Little League. Right. But before I started doing the show, yeah. I don't know how, how you guys find That's the time. We do it. Do you watch a lot of television? No, no I don't watch. I rarely watch any TV. All I, of my, all I don't of my, either. All of my viewing habits, but I do watch a ton of, like, YouTube the, documentaries and shows. Yeah, At the I, moment, I, I I'm watching countless hours. We Own the City on HBO, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. This Saul's is great. us. Tehran is well, a, a show. We're going to talk Apple Better Call Saul after this. That's a spinoff. I haven't watched last night's episode. Did you away. watch it yet? I did. Okay, I haven't watched oh, it yet. Oh, it's very shocking. Mike, We're, you're with Adam here. You probably watch 10, I don't. You know, I don't watch a ton, but when I have it on in the background a lot when I'm, like, doing stuff or walking around. You know what I mean? So I'll do that. That's not, like, watching. That's just No, I'm not really locked in all that much, but I do. I watch a considerable amount. Walking Dead? You watch Walking Dead or you gave it up? Not anymore. I used to. Same, you know, same deal. Like, where it was for a while. You know when I fall out at the end of Like, I watched Stranger Things. Yeah. I was really into it. I thought until, until the kids got ugly. No, until yeah, I've seen them. May twenty seven. No, right but, there. But here's the deal: yeah. until the first season ended, and then, then it then goes into mothballs for like nine it's months. A, right. I'm out. It, yeah, I can't even remember shit. what the well, hell that was happened. The one thing about network TV, right? It would end in May and it would come back in September, so yeah, it wouldn't so be a you long just layoff. Just gone for a summer. But, but we have no patience for it because we want to binge watch it all now. Well, yeah, I guess. But like when 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 you you binge watch it, now you got to wait like. Damn near a year. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. Forget kind of everything. You gotta memory, rewatch it. Time. I don't have the time. I watch. For it, I watch like watch. a recap, a YouTube ten minute. Well, recap good news is it's not mandatory for you to watch any of these things, Jay. No, it's no not. one's judging you or holding I, it against you. Know what you. I've done? Uh, no, I hope not. I've changed it. I've changed my. I've changed my my ending final comments. Okay, great. Yeah, look, forget Kelly Island. And Go ahead. One. Oh, uh, he's calling an audible. Listen, Red Twenty Two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that always works well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm talk about, right I'm going to tell you why people be mad at some of these shows, man. You know, I used to be just like Boo. I used to be one of the guys that watched so many of these shows, man. I was I was a huge fan of Lost. I was just, I mean, Lost to me was yeah. one of the greatest of all time, right? Then you should I, watch I, The Wild. I was, I was huge into the Game of Thrones. I was, I mean, listen, I even, they even had me reading books. I was reading Whoa. books. I was going, now this is crazy. Whoa. Here's the problem. When you have these shows that are great, like Jay said. They're great for five and a half seasons. They may be great for six seasons, but come to that season finale, the writers just go back and retcon everything and destroy everything the premise of the show was made on. Don't have Daenerys Targaryen (laughs) turn into... Here we go. This sounds deeply personal. Do yeah, they not, ruined it. Listen, uh-huh. please, Jacob. Why is ja- why does Jacob not let the man in black off the island? He sense. just wants to leave. He just wants let to Let that man go. Let let, like Baker Mayfield. Yep. Let him go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let him be gone. Right. I don't understand it. What happens? These shows be great for nine seasons. Then guess what? You look around. That's too many. G- yeah. Six seasons, you'd be good. I just watched a little uh, a series called the, the Dome. 
or okay. underneath the dome or one of those. All right. Oh gosh, it was it, the last season turned into CGI. Uh, you know, the last season of Family Matters. People don't remember Urkel had a time machine. Mm -hmm. you oh, made, I remember. You gave Urkel a time forget? machine. Mm -hmm. Come on, bro. Getting stop, desperate. Stop they kept ruining. doing happy days without Richie Cunningham. I know. That's terrible. Look, People, see, just, they'll ride it until it dies or until the contracts of the main actors. That's are why up. Breaking Bad and The Wire are the two best shows. They knew when to end it. It was great. Sopranos went too long and had a terrible season mm -hmm. where he was in a coma and the Johnny Cakes and all that. It's nonsense. never going to make the fans totally happy however yeah. you wrap something up. And I think what happened with like Game of Thrones and some of those shows, especially with the internet now, is the writers start listening and hearing like oh. the fans and they're just like, what, they don't like this? I guess we'll fix it. They start caring too much and playing too much fan service to oh. fans and they ignore the narrative that helped them radio. get there. Exactly. And <laughs> it's like trying to coach based upon listening to Sports Talk Radio and be like, oh, I guess we got to get Ruben Baker right now. Like you guys said. <laughs> okay, here's my final thought, you guys, real quick. It's something, again, that I saw yesterday that I have to, I have to amend this, and I hate that you guys keep making me do this. You guys talked about the toughest Cleveland sports athletes, and for some reason, you guys forgot to mention Bob Feller. What? Bob Feller, born in 1918, during, grew up during the Great Depression. He pitched one time, he threw a pitch to his dad, broke three of his ribs. He was eight years old. That's, that's a real that story. A story. That's, I mean, it was on the internet. Well, <laughs> now, there you go. Internet that, 17 years old, he starts pitching, um, and then pitches for four years excellently against grown men, and then he has to stop for a little bit because of a little thing called Hitler. Stops, goes to World War II. He enlisted like December enlists, 8th, I think. Yes, the, yes, the day after the day it was announced after Pearl Harbor. Yes, he, he went, went down and enlisted, the... went down there and said, I'm done playing baseball. I'm going to send me over there. They tried to make him like a baseball player in World War II. Like, oh, you can just like coach some teams and stuff like that. He's like, I want to go into the into war. I want to fly planes. So they sent him, yeah. So then he goes over there and he he actually, he, he got like eight medals of valor and stuff. Comes back. He pitched. Listen to this. He How many complete games did he pitch? He pitched, uh, four, wait, 44 shutouts, 279 complete games. Third, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> that was a bad miss by us. You're it's right. insane. The guy, right. the guy with 279 complete games. games. And of course, that's what they did back then. And the person that made him, the, that would be the most mad if, he, if you, he heard you guys not uh, not mention him is Bob Feller. He's probably spinning his grade because he knew how tough he was. I met the man one time. It was the most intimidating experience of my life because he saw right through me and saw that I was not a real man. He saw you were weak. I was. He saw I was weak and he saw it. I saw him eye me up and he was right too like he's just I had like a big pretzel I was in a I was at a, at an Indians game at the time and I was like Mr. Feller big fan he's like when he I was, was like just shamed yeah. well he wasn't and I was like oh went and through my whole body years, he was a bitter guy and he well, knew yeah. he knew that I, yeah so anyways that that is one You're of the right, people I've ever met and he, he like who else just madness. leaves goes kills a bunch of Nazis and comes back and then pitches another to like a double header by himself up right where he left off and missed the prime years of his career yep right and still and there were other players games. at that time who did that as well yes and smoked 300 and smoked three packs of lucky strikes yeah no doubt so, to your Bob Feller's a curmudgeon story, you know Bubba the Love Sponge from radio. He yes. used to be a national on Howard Stern's channel. He's a big, big guy down in Florida. He's about 350 pounds. We were playing in a MLB alumni celebrity all-star game. Bob Feller was in it, and he used to take these things seriously. Mm -hmm. He would always pitch the first inning to show folks that he could still do it. Sure. He still had the high leg kick. Huh. He's in his 70s. We're all standing around before the game talking around home plate, and Bubba's back is to Bob Feller, and I'm looking at Bubba, and I see Bob Feller in the background staring at Bubba. And all of a sudden, he just uncorks one and hits Bubba with a baseball. Oh. Not hard. Right. Yeah. And Bubba's like, what, what, what just happened? 
And I said, I think Bob Feller just hit you with a baseball. <laughs> and, 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 and stand by. He's coming over here. Now, Bubba wasn't a huge baseball fan. He's like, who the hell is Bob Feller? And I'm like, oh, don't let him hear you say that. Pay reference, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude's one of the all-time greats. Right. So, Bob comes over and he goes, what the hell is this? And he points to his jersey, which was untucked. Wow. And, and Bubba goes, like, I'm three and a half bills, man. I can't tuck this in. I'll look like a bowling ball. And he goes, you're disrespecting every former major leaguer on this field right now. Tuck in that damn uniform. And he wasn't Lord. kidding. Yeah. And he just stormed he's off. He's got a bunch. He's got a necklace, a bunch of Nazi teeth on it around his neck. <laughs> 800 kills in World War II. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, he was dead serious. There was no joke to his voice. Yeah. He was dead serious yeah. about this. And when he left, <laughs> Bubba looked at me. He goes, what the hell is that guy's problem? <laughs> he was born in 1918. <laughs> and so then I kind of filled it in on who he is yeah. and why God. he matters. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, oh. Bob, I loved Bob. Yeah, he could be a curmudgeon. Yeah, but you're right. We swung and missed on that one. That's all right. That's what I'm here for. Pick up the. Yeah, I'm glad you do. Um, My final take. I I touched on this at the beginning of the show. HBO tonight. Be very careful when you're viewing this. They're going to interview two of the women who have made allegations against Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying don't believe the women. In fact, you can judge whether or not the women are believable or not. I think we all will. My caveat here is just to be careful making up your mind when you have one side of the facts, when you have one side of the story. There's the court of public opinion, which is often played out in the media, and then there's the court that we all look to for real justice. And that's where there's a set of laws and there are practices. You hear the prosecution and you hear the defense. There will be things on both sides that make you ponder, did he do this or not? Just don't make a hard, fast decision on one side of the story. Not just the women, but when Deshaun Watson's lawyer released the document last April that discredited a lot of the women, I read it with with a cocked eyebrow and just said, why are there only 12 women mentioned in this? What about the other 10 who have accused that they're not discrediting? That leads me to believe that they must be trustworthy. Their stories must be at least somewhat credible. So let's just wait. Don't start tweeting as soon as the show is over that he's innocent. Or don't start tweeting right after the show that he's guilty. Let the real courts decide. Let those that see all the facts decide. Until then, the smartest thing to say on this is, I don't know what happened. Because very few of us do. I think just he knows and the women know. That's it. That's it. It's true. But hey, and the, I think the message there is buy TAA airfoil parts. No, it's PCC. PCC airfoil. Yeah, parts. already you're forgetting our sponsors. It's name. All right, I won't forget them again. And I never Roundstone forget. Roundstone Insurance. Too. Yep, and, and Roundstone, Roundstone Insurance. PCC. Some of the best companies you'll ever. Best find. companies that out there. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> but yeah, good point, Jay. All right, uh, guys. Thanks for your thoughts today. Thanks for your time. We did 14 minutes of overtime. Mike, thank you yeah. for uh, all your work back there behind the glass. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's a fun show. He ran like a deer. He was one of my favorite players to so watch. So fun to watch. Eric Metcalf and also Ryan Day of Ohio State fame will join the program. He's on at 12, and I think Eric Metcalf is on at 12:30. So until then, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Woo! Show. Go Guardians! Congratulations Adam to Bull. He's lost three. 13 pounds in one week. Where is he? Well, I'm still fat, but all right. Can, still, you can hardly see him. Uh-huh. <laughs> see you tomorrow, Bye, Cleveland. guys. Good siren work. Hey, well. That-
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.